BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, an iHeartRadio podcast. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing the host with the most heart that made millions of people smile and thousands of families come together every week to tune into what was named a pop culture phenomena, Dancing with the Stars. He brought so much heart to the show and unknowingly would play a huge part in how the cast and crew, despite our nerves and anxiety, brought light and love onto the dance floor. Please welcome my dance dad, and the best host Dancing with the Stars ever had and ever will have, Mr. Thomas Bergeron. Dance dad, you look younger every single time I see you. Hey, can I make a, uh, I noticed on Instagram <laughs> that uh, that Brooke, you refer to as your soul sister. Correct. Right? And I'm your dance dad. Correct. Couldn't I be like your dance older brother or something like That's that? That's way too. Does that roll off the tongue like no, dance it dad? No, it doesn't. It okay. doesn't. I was just feeling like it was slightly ageist. But what then, do you want me to call you? My dance brother? Like that also doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, no. And it just sounds weird. Dance daddy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That, that sounds oddly weirder. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. 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 It's my dance daddy. <laughs> it's my dance daddy. Well, <laughs> hi, D double D. How about double nice. D? Oh, there you go. Oh, that's cool. Double that's D's. Cool. Yeah. An S. Apostrophe S. Uh, all right, whatever. I like the you double D. You know what, Tom? It's like what? as if no time has passed. <laughs> well, we saw each other, what, a few months ago, right? <laughs> yes. In Wait, person. let's just get to it. Tell the audience and listeners why the hell you, you know, you were supposed to do this podcast with me. Why the yeah. cold feet? Hey. All right. Here, here's, here's, a, I'll, I'll give them the whole background. So Cheryl Thank and you. I talked about doing a podcast together and you are currently watching it. What <laughs> I realized was I've gotten very comfortably lazy uh, in the past few years doing the odd project here or there, but this podcast would have required me doing something Every effing week. Twice and a I week. Just, oh, twice a week. Oh, that's even worse. So, <laughs> oh, so I kind of uh, somewhat hesitantly, because I didn't want to hurt Cheryl's feelings, 
I kind of said, you know, I just, I, I don't want to do it. That's <laughs> and, okay. You know yeah. what? We would have gotten what? in really big trouble if we actually could have, it's just, it's a godsend. Really? Well, I, from what I read uh, and I watched a, a video you put on Instagram, you've been catching some heat for this anyway. A without lot. My, without my participation. <laughs> I know, but I think it's because it's all leading up to this f- interview that is happening as we speak. People are Hold starting on. to get a little nervous. Let me have a sip of one of New Hampshire's <laughs> finest IPAs. I would get another can if you can. <laughs> well, first, I'd like to say, remember the good old days? Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Is that from one of the cast parties, the, the finale? First of all, how tan is my arm compared to your face? Well, look, you've always been more tan than I am. I Obviously. mean, I'm I'm 44% Irish, so, you know, hmm, the, I sun thought I was not, too. the sun is not my friend. <laughs> no, it's not. But yes, that was one of your mid-season parties. Oh, the mid-season party. Yeah, I, I had such fun doing those. I really did. I love doing those. Before we get there, we're going to go back down memory lane. Yeah. Just but because there's so much to talk about with just DW since this is called sex lies and spray tans. Yes. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about like little Tom Bergeron, though. I'm like genuinely curious about like the way you were raised, what type of trauma you've ever dealt with. Like, I would love to talk about that. But no one is tuning in for this. Right. So they don't care about my trauma. (laughs) Your trauma. Nobody, Nobody cares about my trauma. You know what I'm talking about? Oy. We're going to bring it back to when Babette Perry, our at one point agent, yeah. right, called you mm-hmm. and said, you need to watch the DVD. I'm, I've been stalking you clearly because you said this in one of your interviews. So hopefully your That's story right. is the same. No, it's the um, same. It's, a, you know, it's the real Is there such story. thing as DVDs anymore? Maybe. Is uh, it a VHS? Not. Uh, yeah, I've got some VHS tapes here, which uh, <laughs> I'm going to send to a museum soon. Kids. <laughs> And she said, watch this before you answer my question or before right. you and make she, a decision. She, she led into that uh, request by saying, uh, it was a phone conversation. She said, ABC wants you to host a summer show and you're going to do it. I said, wow. oh, oh, really? She said, look, it's live. You love working live. I said, yeah. She said, it's a big hit in England. I said, yeah. She said, it's going to be on for for six weeks, so it doesn't conflict with the AFE schedule and all that? Okay, good. What is it? And then she said, you've got to promise before you answer that you look at a DVD of the British show. I said, all right, well, that's fair. What is it? She said, it's a ballroom competition. I went, oh, I can't tell you what I actually said. <laughs> no, yes, you can. All what right, do you mean? All right. This is a podcast. I said, I said Oh, fucking, hey, geez, you know, why don't you just put a bullet in my career? Come on. But true to their word, the BBC overnighted a DVD of the show, uh, Strictly Come Dancing, and Cheryl, within 15 minutes, I was in. Really? Yep. I thought it was uh, a wonderful sort of kitschy throwback to the old style variety shows that I watched growing up, but it had an awareness about it. I mean, uh, Bruce Forsyth, who was a, uh, just a renowned, he was the Regis of, of uh, England. He had such a, almost a vaudevillian sensibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I said, well, this show doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's a whole genre and milieu that I don't even know. Wait, you what know, was that dance. word you just yes. said? 
That's the French part of me coming out. Oh, the New God. Year. Yeah. It's that IPA coming out of you. All right. We'll be, we'll be talking all kinds of languages. Cheers. Soon. All different languages. <laughs> We're going to so, need captions. Yeah. So I, uh, I thought, you know, well, look, it might be, it's, it's only going to be, a, you know, one shot summer deal. So why not? <laughs> why not? And when you saw this, were you like, wait, first of all, did she say ballroom dance or did she say ballroom? I think she said a celebrity ballroom show. Wow. So did, what did, yeah. what was your first picture in your head when she said this? Like, was it like well, PBS specials, like old people waltzing or? Well, yeah, well, it wasn't uh, Evander Holyfield doing the quick step. I'll <laughs> tell you that. Um, or Kelly th- Monaco with her tits out. Oh, Kelly. Kelly, our first our first champ. I love her. Her um, first wardrobe malfunction. Yep. Yep. You know, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> and, Better uh, her than someone else. Nancy Grace, maybe. Um, <laughs> Nancy Grace, who denied it happened, which I love. What? Her nipple was out as she was waiting for the judges' I, scores. In my ear, because, you know, the producers would talk into my little IFB thing that I wore, and they said, you know, you got to block the camera, and Nancy's nipple's Areola. out. Yeah. Areola. This, and then so, now we have pedal checks, thanks to her. Uh, oh, is that right? Well, literally, oh, wow. someone will, okay, we'll get there. That, that, okay. That's recent. Uh, all right. I, well, I'm not recent. <laughs> <laughs> we now are not yeah, recent. Yeah, that's no, right. we're not. That's right. I'm in that bubble. I, I will say this. I think that the two people doing it now, because they're in season what? We're 30... not there either. Okay. Should I, I just wait? No, wait, because I you still didn't answer the question. I, I, what was the question? The question was, what was your first, the first picture? Yeah, in the your first head? picture. Was it like black okay. and white television? Or? No, no, it wasn't a PBS thing. I assumed it would be a reality show competition because, you know, right. those were the, those were the thing with Survivor and right. Amazing Race and, and uh, what else was on at that point? Um, naked and American Afraid. Idol. American Idol was, oh. I think it just, uh, yeah, Naked and Afraid. Did you see the new one? That no. uh, you can get on Paramount Plus, I think it is. Or Hulu, I don't know or... why Naked and Afraid reminds me of Drew Carey, but we'll get there too later. Well, yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> people are naked on this reality show, uh, Naked Attraction, I think it's called, and and they're actually you you decide whether you, you're going <laughs> to date them based on actually looking what? at their their naked bodies. That's that's true. And the people at home are afraid. They didn't call me to host that one. <laughs> Thank God, you have to be naked up there with them. No, the host wasn't naked. No. no. Um, yeah. Did you have so? Okay, okay. Forget your visualization Sorry. skills. Um, yes. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna fast forward just a little bit to where you decided to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever think back then that the show was gonna be a phenomena? Do you like remember it is now? the conversation yes, we I had do. backstage at the Larry King show, Larry King Live? And it must have been only like two seasons in. 1960. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you came on board with season two. I was season four because we did this whole sit down interview with Larry King. This is when we had Super Bowl ratings. Right. That's right. But you came on the show in season two, one, two and yes. three. And I think we were doing Larry yep. King. And backstage, you said, how how long do you think this can last? I said, you know, at the outside, maybe five years. <laughs> and what is that? No, 18, you said season four or something, or like there, season. Did I say? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, I was trying to be more optimistic than you were, but <laughs> but realistic based on my experience of television shows. Uh, but you know, it turned out to be an anomaly, and so so did the video show that still is on. 
So I'm going to ask you the same question. How long do you think this show has left? Well, that's that's harder to gauge because um, network television isn't what it was when we first did it. Yeah. Um, you know, they, I think that it's been good for the show that be, it's it sort of in, in a way, I would imagine the reason it's back on ABC this season is because of the SAG after strike and the writers guild strike. So mm-hmm. so it, it, it's got another opportunity to find its broadcast audience. But, you know, you hear even Bob Iger talking about potentially selling ABC. So it's you know, it's a very different world. And, and what? Well, that would be the question, wouldn't it? It's almost like trying to sell a newspaper now. It's uh, you're trying to sell something that in five years might not exist anymore. Wow. So I think network television, we had the best of it. We had the last big wave of, you know, like you said, those 20 plus million viewers. Our finale sometimes, uh, there'd be portions of the finale that would hurt, hit 30 million viewers. 35 um, million, I think, yeah. was Mario was Lopez that, and Emmett's finale. Is that, that was the height? I mean, yeah. that's just inconceivable now. And now if you can pull half of a, a, a ratings point in the 18 to 49 demo, mm-hmm. you're doing something. And I think the you know the show's making th- four or five million viewers, which may be where the show is now. I don't know. Um, you know, that's that's OK in this environment. Right. And right? that was like season. Wait, was season one? Because I wasn't a part of season one. How was that? Season one, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was it was surprising. I mean, it turned into uh, almost within two weeks, it turned into something that we thought, OK, this this might be around for a while. Thanks to Kelly's costume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, I think it was just uh, it was the right show at the right time for yeah. people looking for a little bit of an escape. You know? A little bit of spray tan, sex lies and spray tans. Just say. there you go. Yeah. Just work the title in. <laughs> So with your first co-host, so I never met her, Lisa, Lisa, right? Lisa Canning. Yeah. So did you choose your co-host or how did the, how did this work? No. Did you have a chemistry test? And for people yeah, who don't we know did, what chemistry we did that. tests are. I, I mean, I don't recall doing it with Lisa. Okay. Um, I, th- I think I Were did Were you the with... host first by yourself without Lisa? Or No, no. I, I always oh. co-hosted the show. Okay. Uh, there was always somebody in that sort of skybox position. Uh, Lisa was the first, uh, then Samantha Harris. Yes. And uh, then Brooke. And, and then, then Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Tyra. Uh, well, I wasn't around for that. <laughs> she kept the not. monogram towels. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How did Lois feel? Mind you, how is she doing? Great. She's upstairs now, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So much time together now. You have all this time. You're like I reinventing the wheel. That's more of a burden for her than me, I think. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> How did she feel about you being around a bunch of girls running around in spray tans and uh, rhinestone fringe, barely there well, costumes? I'll tell you, it was her and Babette who double teamed me to convince me to do it. They tag teamed. Yeah, they did. Lois had seen there was some uh, dance movie that I think uh, J-Lo did with maybe Richard Gere or it's something Shelby like that. Dance. Shall we dance? And I guess some of her friends... Her girlfriends had taken ballroom classes. So she was like, they want you to do it. It's live television. It's it's sort of building in popularity. What do you got to lose? You know, um, I didn't expect that, that the producer at America's Funniest Videos would get really upset that I was doing it because I wasn't Wait, even. Why? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that that turned to, into a little bit of a drama. For Wait, a period but the same of time. network. It's not like that. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it, interesting. It, uh, so, um, 
So that was taken care of by the upper <laughs> management of ABC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Uh, that that issue you... went away. Right. And not you, but the issue did. No. And, and you know, and then I think they came to realize on the other show that they could benefit by the popularity of dancing had sort of a halo effect on the video show. And Carrie Ann came over and visited and uh, Sharna was on it, I believe. And, and Sharna uh, wasn't around back then. Well, I think Sharna was on one of the shows later. Maybe. On the, one of the video shows later. But as um, you can tell, I, I my memory is, you know, Sharon I'm like and hiding, Cheryl, are, Cheryl are two different people. I'm hiding my own Easter eggs at this point. So <laughs> do you remember the very first dance you okay, like just go back in time like yeah. uh, 60 years ago? And when you first walked into the ballroom, first of all, I know the ballroom didn't look like what it does now no, or even no, season two. No. But like what was the very first dance move and who was it like? What did you see? And were you shocked? No, I don't think I was shocked. I, the first, I thought you were going to ask, what's the first dance that impressed you? And it was, I mean, it's well, not going to be as, yeah, that's later because it was, it was, I've got uh, thousands of questions. Uh, you know, what was it? Uh, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Sa that save one. a horse, ride my cowboy. Ride my cowboy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, giddy, yep. giddy, giddy, giddy up. Um, <laughs> giddy up. But I just I remember I was supposed to speak at my niece's uh, high school senior chapel at Haverhill High, the high school I went to. And that was going to happen on the on the premiere day of hmm. the first season of Dancing with the Stars. So I had to beg off that commitment. And I remember going to the, the school that I had gone to and taping basically an apology. And then the, the, the bit was me behind a, a podium, a lectern. And I said, you know, I'd really hope to be here with you for your senior chapel. But unfortunately, I have to be in California watching Evander Holyfield do the cha-cha. <laughs> right. And at that point, my niece and another student came in from either side. And my niece goes, really? That's what you're going with? <laughs> Was she first like, who's Evander Holyfield? Pretty much. But <laughs> but they played it perfectly. And they pulled they picked up the lectern uh, and they walked off with it. And I was kind of left there with. So they played that at the senior chapel. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. she still has that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That VHS tape. When did you know that Dancing with the Stars, like what at what point, like was it season one or season two that you knew it was going to be a huge hit? Like it was pretty big. Well, I, I thought, hey, this might be a, a regular summer thing because of the ratings of the first season. But then because uh, there was some criticism of the championship in season one john o'hurley's fans thought he should have won and you know yada 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 so i so think kelly won though right yeah she absolutely won and absolutely then won again won. uh no she didn't win on the face-off thing oh that they did. the dance off uh, oh. The, oh the dance off because uh, uh she was winning in every region of the country until the last uh and then john pulled ahead just a little bit but to me that was that was just Boo. ridiculous yeah. And and the reason they did that, I think, was just to keep the the franchise alive in people's minds, because right. we had wrapped during the summer. I think the dance off happened in the fall and season two didn't really happen until the following February of 06. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the dance off did not do that well in the ratings. Right. And and it made sense that it wouldn't do that well, because 
who the hell cared? <laughs> really? Do you think that's why All Stars didn't do well? Same type of formula, yes, right? I, yeah. Uh, Conrad, who's back executive producing the show now, which I'm I'm very pleased about, uh, had the best line after uh, after that season wrapped, the All Star season. I said, "Geez, Con, I thought I thought that would do really well." And he said, "Yeah, well, we all did, but you know, when you stop and think about it." 13 people come in as champions and 12 leave as losers. <laughs> you know, I went, oh, that yeah. is so true. Good point. Yeah. Do you think point. it would work if they had all the injured? Remember like Jewel was supposed to do it? Remember yeah. when like yes. Sarah Evans yeah. had to leave? Like all these people yeah. that got injured, would that work? Yeah. Well, she, Sarah didn't leave for an injury. That was more of a family crisis. But I remember uh, kidding Jewel backstage because she'd be on crutches. So I'd because she was there because the guy she was with at the time was of her husband. Yeah, and I called her Hop Along. Hey, Hop Along, how you doing? I mean, but she would have been great. Like, there's yeah, pe- some people that would have been a better approach. People yeah. who like Misty May Trainer, who you know had an uh-huh. ACL injury and all that. That would have been a better approach than All Stars. Or like Tom he, Delay when he fractured both his feet. Could have lived without that, but uh, as I'm sure you could have. But um, (laughs) that was actually the beginning of the slippery slope, I thought. We'll get to the slippery slope. That's episode two, part two. Episode two, slippery slope. So what did you think of like, okay, the chemistry between the three judges now? Like, obviously, did... Did you do you remember hearing like rumblings from like pro dancers like how dare they have Carrie Ann and Bruno and they don't know what they're talking about or was it just all good old f- innocent fun in the beginning? Well, yeah, I think uh, look, I'm sure there was that kind of grumbling going on behind the scenes, but I had uh, the advantage I had as I'm sure you know from having watched me host it. I would show up on show day. Maybe I'd show up on Sunday to watch some of the blocking rehearsals. Uh, I did the show live. I never stayed around for press interviews after. I was at the Whisper Lounge with friends over in the Grove by the time the copyright hit um, on on the air. And then I went home. So, you know, a lot of the, the intrigue, and this was another part of why I decided maybe my participation in the podcast wouldn't be that helpful. I, I really didn't know a lot of this stuff. You I mean, know? I'm just asking questions. You don't yeah. need to know any of it. Okay. Oh, good. Good. And it's good. never too late to join if you'd like to, you know. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I think you're right, Tom. I think, yeah. you know what? Because, you know, I don't know if you've heard the, any of the episodes yet, but like with Brooke, no. like we're, we're going uh-huh. there. We go there. You, you could just call me the Asian Oprah. The Asian Oprah. All right. Yes. I like that. I like yeah. that. How's Brooke? She's good. She's married again, right? She remarried. No, she's getting married again. Getting married again. Yeah. Right. She had some really nice words to say about you. Shockingly. Well, I, shockingly. I, I love kidding. her. She's, she's, a, she's a sweetheart. Me and her have gotten really close the last few months, especially. Oh, so. good. Yeah. Well, I like that. The been... pictures you posted were great, the two of you. I'm overdue and, for a lunch with her. Yeah, and me. We yeah, should well, just we do should the three two Burks and a Bergeron. A 3B lunch. Triple B. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, so what was the most shocking thing that you've ever witnessed on Dancing with the Stars? I know what you're going to say, but maybe the listeners don't. There's huh. three. There's Wow, you might know more than I do. Definitely. You know what I, the, sh- the most shocking thing. Another reason why you're not on this, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, shock that easily. Come on. Oh well, look, Tom, Marie Osmond. Marie Osmond feigning would be the the number one. one. Um, the Ryan Lochte when people rush the stage. Wait, you're gonna have to say more. All right. Well, look, uh, when Marie Osmond uh, passed out after doing a samba uh, and had low blood sugar. All right, she drops right, and uh, she drops so it like I, it's hot. <laughs> as uh, so, I did what anybody would do in a crisis situation. I threw to a commercial. <laughs> and uh, did you think she was joking? No, I didn't. No, because I could see her. As a matter of fact, to that point, she had a talk show on like the Hallmark Channel or something like that a few years later. And I was a guest. And she told me she had a studio audience and everything. And she said to me on the show, she said, you know, some people thought I was faking. Yeah, that's another conspiracy theory. I turned to the audience and I said, look, I was staring down at her after she fainted. And I've never seen even an Osmond look that white. <laughs> <laughs> really? What was Jonathan Roberts' reaction? Because no one asks about that guy. Yeah, well, I think he, like I, waited for the paramedics to come in and all of that. And we just and and what was great was when she kind of blinked awake. I don't know if you've ever fainted in your life. No, I've never. I I know how disorienting uh, disoriented you can feel when you're waking up. And she looked up and she locked eyes with me. And the first two words out of her mouth were, oh, crap. Oh, my. So she so she was used to this. 
No, I don't. I don't know that she was used to it, but she just realized that she had just fainted on live television. Oh she so what that did though it gave me the perfect welcome back from a, an elongated commercial break because I was able to key sort of key up the fact that she's fine. The first words out of her mouth were "Oh crap," which got a very relieved laugh from the audience in the ballroom. And, and then also they a took huge the shot spike of, of ratings, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, it it, it became uh, all, well, it was all over the place. I mean, it was yeah. on every newscast and and uh, entertainment show. And I got a very sweet voicemail from Jerry Springer, as a matter of fact, saying, "I know, I know," saying how well I had handled it. And I talked to him later. I said, "Jerry, I just threw to a commercial. That's all I really no, did." No, but not a lot of people would know to do that. Yeah, but it's interesting. I instantly went from TV host to friend. It was like that. That's the moment I saw her in trouble. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. I was hosting a television show. The the key was let's 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 make sure she's okay. Or but that's the advice on. you gave to me when I wanted to get into hosting. You said make sure when you do this that you're just talking to one person through that that's camera. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and, and because you, it, it's when it's done well. You, you've established a connection with people, you mm-hmm. know, that they they feel. They I don't think you. the camera lies. So, yeah, they 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 know if you're bullshitting. They know if they can trust you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that went some ways towards me building trust with the audience when they saw how I handled that. And I think that that's what I hear from people still to this day is that they just feel like they know you and they feel yeah. like that you're just talking to them personally and that you're making light of our blood, sweat and tears. Though at times yeah. I wanted to wring your neck, but other than that, wait a minute. For the most part, I defended you guys when Except the judges were too. Except for that costume too... I wore, remember? What? No, which one? The satellite I... one. Oh, you were you making fun HBO. of me during the, dress the, rehearsal. That you could pick up HBO in your costume or something like that. <laughs> I remember saying once about one of Karina's, Karina uh, Smirnoff's costumes. I think it was Karina. Uh, I said, and if you tune in next week, you'll see the other half of her costume. Or was it her? Was it the? <laughs> that's funny. Or no, it was Edita. It had to be Edita. Oh, I think you're right. I think it was Edita. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we were on Disney or ABC, whatever yeah, related, yeah, yeah. and we were able to get away with. Okay, first of all, not not to <laughs> TMI, but whatever. I love Edita. She knows it. At one point, I swear to you, I saw half of her privates. Really? Absolutely. During a dance? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, thank God we moved so fast that, you know, we're going to, thank God we don't have to wear pasties down there nowadays because yeah. that would have been painful. <laughs> yeah, painful. Yeah. Free, free waxing. <laughs> I, um, uh, my favorite, my favorite ad lib of mine uh, was, I think it was Derek and Joanna Krupa. Is that mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. they had done a really sexy samba. Mm-hmm. And they came over and Carrie Ann said, wow, I hope all the kids are in bed. And instantly I said, well, I bet a lot of the adults are now. <laughs> oh, wait, was this on live television? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's something about 700 people bursting into laughter yeah. as one that to me, that's that was the real electricity for me to to kind of surf all the different moods and energies that were going on in the course of the two hours and find those spots, you know. How do you hear them? Because like, I swear to God, I could barely hear the judges sometimes. Yeah, no, it was it was hard sometimes to to hear. It, it was. And uh, 
I, I, I got very good at lip reading sometimes. Yeah. But it was always good that Bruno was closest to me because, you know, th- there was one season. Do you remember there you was a season? spit on you by accident? No, not that I'm aware of. It okay, could have good. happened. There could have good. been some stray. Do you remember that there was one season they moved the judges table to the other side of the, the ballroom? And Bruno and I really didn't like it because he was further away from me. Oh, and, and so Carrie Ann was closest to me. Len was, of course, in the middle and and Bruno was further away. And we had established kind of a nice rapport. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love Carrie Ann, but Bruno and I had kind of a, a thing going. And so yeah. we were going, hey, can we swap it back? So they did what after you, one What season. is that feeling of like, OK, so they still have three judges. Uh, of course, you yeah. know, Len Goodman is no longer with us. Um, yes, yes. Quick favorite Len Goodman memory. Well, the first one, funny, the first one that comes to mind is really sort of an asterisk to all the age jokes that I would make. Right. And he was a good sport about that. I would always, you know, I say, hey, you you know, did you miss did you miss your nap today or (laughs) the time for Len's snack or something like that? And there was one season back, you know, maybe when we got together mid season, he said, I noticed you're not uh, not making as much fun of my age lately. I said, you know why, Len? Because I'm the same age now as you were when you started. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So You can just tell with your guys' hair, it just gives it away. If you guys um, would have believed yeah. in some hair dye, no one would know still. No, I, I, I know there are people on the show who both in front of and behind the camera who revel in hair dye, but not yes. me. Not you me. know, if I were to let my long locks grow out, I mean, yeah. they're all fake, mainly. I, my hair would be just as white as yours, I think. You think so? Oh, you're, no, I know so. On, you're t- uh, no, you're, you might have a few, but not at your age. You won't I, have... I use tweezers, and I just go, oh, pluck, right? pluck, pluck, yeah. But then I'm if scared I... I'm going to lose more, all my hair. <laughs> yeah, that that's like, uh, wasn't there an actress who had her eyebrows shaved and they never grew? I think Lana Turner, they never grew back. Oh, yeah. Thank now, God. Now, Whoopi, Whoopi, by contrast, will shave them just because she does. And it it is in, you know, they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what is the most shocking thing for you as a host that you witnessed live on television that you felt paralyzed by? Like that you couldn't, whether it's someone's win or the audience's reaction or like Christian De La Fuente breaking his arm and dropping me on his head. <laughs> That I the first one that pops in my head, and that's kind of how I'll answer these based on the first thing that happened to yeah. occur to me that's was good. when Bobby Bones won. I yeah, knew I the shit was going to hit the fan. I knew uh, they had changed the voting around or something, and Not of course yet. he had. A, they hadn't yet because no. he had a radio show that. Because uh, I think even Bobby would be honest enough to tell you he wasn't the best dancer. No, that but season. the best answer doesn't always win, Tom. Well, that's true, but I mean, he really wasn't the best answer. No, and by the way, <laughs> yeah, remember that yeah. was when Juan Pablo, <laughs> remember, my listeners are so freaking tired of me saying this, but Juan Pablo and I got eliminated. We didn't make the final and we had like 60 oh, out of 60. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he won, but Bobby won. But the um, that was one of my questions was like, can you just talk people through who wasn't in the live audience? Because like, I've never just like the roar it was like, what a horrible way to win for poor Sharna. That's that. That was I really felt bad for Sharna because um, I think she she unfairly uh, took some heat she did. from the network and the show. Yep. I don't think they invited her back the next season, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? Yeah, I and, had you her know, on. You, had, mm-hmm. you got the reigning champion there. You don't invite her back. You assholes. Um, you know, come on. 
That, yeah, that, that, no. that I think that. So, so wait, too, why do you think that she wasn't invited back? It's hard to know. It's it's hard. I think there was controversy about Bobby's win, which I understand. But it has nothing to do with her. It had nothing to do with her. And and it's hard to know what they're smoking in those back rooms at the <laughs> network and the BBC, you know? It's really, but wait, when Bobby was, the, when he won, who was the showrunner? Ashley. Ashley. Probably Ashley, yeah, I would think. And then it was, and then Andrew, right? Was that your last season, Bobby Bones? No, it, my last season was in 2019. You know, it's been almost four years. No way. And, uh, there are people who were starting their freshman year of high school who are looking at colleges now since I last hosted that show. My contract went to season 30, at which point I was going to leave anyway. Okay, wait, don't you dare drive this interview, Dance Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a, I know it I'm, comes natural to it's you. It's hard. It's hard to be honest. Don't, don't just skip over 10 years of our okay. lives. Fair enough. God damn it. Let's take it back. Okay. Okay. I'm the leader. You're the follower. All right. Okay? I'll follow you anywhere, my dear. Thank you, All Mr. Right. Quickstep. We'll get there too soon. Just wait. Okay. Okay. So Brooke Burke said that there was a whole audition process for your co-host and chemistry tests and all of this after, after Samantha, Samantha Hare. Yeah. Wait, that's insanity. First of all, she told me that Winona Judd was in that chemistry test. <sighs> Could have Is been. Is that true? I don't remember oh, that. Come I remember on, Tom, wake up. No, I I remember saying to the powers that be, whoever they were at that time, that you know, Brooks a no-brainer. Come on. Right? You but know, Brooks said mean, that she had to like really tell them uh, that she wants to audition. Like she yeah, wasn't gonna yeah. be given it. Yeah. She had already won, right? She had already yes, won as a champion. Won. And uh it was clear that the two of us got along swimmingly. And, you know, I mean, that's the key right there. If you're going to be co-hosting, have people co-hosting a show, you want them to at least have chemistry. So, but and who else was in that audition? She told me that every remember. person you could remember. think of. Yeah. I and then she no asked idea. me if I was there and I was like, I wish that no. I knew about it. Yeah. I I mean, I was pitching for you to, to you know, get either a judging position or, or co-hosting or a, a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, but I, you know, I honestly don't remember because I just was so I personally was more fixated on Brooks and no brainer. Why would you even go with anybody else? But I, you know, I went through the not terribly memorable other auditions uh, to be a team player. Did you? You didn't have to audition for this show. No, but I was there for chemistry tests with whoever Got they it. were bringing Wait, in. What is yeah. a chemistry test? Please, please walk me through this they and also our of, listeners. You do like a sort of the the teleprompter of the open of the show or a few okay. things like that. You know, um, but how do you base the chemistry off that? You know, I th chemistry is something you can kind of tell right away. You really can. I mean, it it doesn't require. You know, it's like it's sometimes it's not what is happening when the camera is rolling. It's what they see when it isn't, you know, are you the two of you chatting together? Right. You, you're cracking each other up. You know, Brooke and I had, as with Aaron, just wonderful chemistry. Did you have uh, one with Aaron a chemistry test as well? No, no, oh. no. They told me uh, that 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 was a whole weird thing, <laughs> too. But uh, but, you know, when I when I was told that they were making a change, um and and they gave me their reasons and and uh and you know Aaron was doing live television all the time mm -hmm. uh on Fox mm -hmm. and she and I had worked together on the National Spelling Bee for ABC in Washington so we we knew we got along and right. and, and right. uh cared for each other and 
you know, but it was hard. It was hard to yeah. to see Brooke Lee. Well, especially I think what Brooke expressed as well was um, like two weeks prior to her call, she was already paint like meaning like there were people painting her dressing room and all of that and that she yeah. wished that she would have gotten. I mean, she said that it's not about the firing part. It's about the fact that like the way it was brought upon um, the whole process, like it no, was two weeks that. before she was driving her kids to school. There was like no really re- real reason. And then, yeah. Yeah. you know, to the point where I meant, I remember she said something in the interview, like, but you know, something about like, I don't know if I, I guess I don't deserve an explanation. I said, of course you deserve an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you do. I, I, what what I know is that, um, and I'm tr- I'm trying to remember who was the head of the of ABC's uh, entertainment arm at that point. He was Wait, a British who guy. Are the uh, uh, I'm blanking on uh, uh, this will happen a lot. I'll blank on names of people it's I haven't okay. seen in Just a decade. But but I remember getting a phone call and saying, you know, we've we've decided we really need to make a change, and uh, yada yada yada. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it. But I, I, to, I didn't know the extent to which they had. Was talked it Rob to Mills that called you? No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't there then. It was some some British guy. I'm blanking on. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> anyway, but like you and Brooke, though, continued to stay in touch. She just speaks yeah. so highly of you. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, you know that was. Uh, by the way. She, where she is today too she's grateful for that experience regardless she just again wished that it would have had she wished she had some closure back then i think yeah no i get that completely yeah i don't Um, think it was handled well who what what specific i guess dance other than save a horse ride his cowboy was blew (laughs) your mind versus like blew your mind skill wise versus some of the dances that like were almost so awkward that you had to turn the other way um, the awkward one, it's funny though, the, the awkward ones you don't turn away from. It's like why you slow down for a car wreck on the highway. <laughs> no, you gotta, no you gotta I, I have to turn away. I, this is why I yeah. can't watch America's Funniest Home Videos because yeah. it's actually, it makes me cry. I, some people yeah. laugh. I yeah. can't, like if someone falls, I can't watch it. Yeah. yeah as long as it, we, I, on that show, we always tried to show them getting up or at least having some right. sort of twitch, Redemption. some sort of, some sort of nervous twitch at the end. But <laughs> maybe involuntary, but there you go. But the one, the first, again, I'm going with the first thing that popped into mind, and it's uh, it's Derek dancing. Oh my uh, god! It, it was, I think, on a result show or something, and he was doing uh, sort of an homage to Fred Astaire, oh. yeah, and had amazing. the whole room turning on this. Yes, gimbal. I think him and Julianne were doing that. Him yeah. and Julianne, and you know. Oh my God! I mean, I know, brilliant. Uh, uh, William Shatner is a friend of mine, and and he would say to me, we'd go to dinner, and he'd say, "That Derek man, he's he's like the Gene Kelly at the New Millennium." He is. No, I, really, yeah, he is. He Seriously. is. There's no there's no getting around it. Yeah, I mean, this guy. Is so like, it's almost like I wish they would have. I wish he could judge and also be creative. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like I feel like we're missing that from. Yeah, you know him. what I saw online, and I know. Forgive me for hopping around in in the time. Just hop stream it. Here. Just hop. You know what? I'm going to follow your but lead now. It was it was Alfonso and Julianne doing a little dance uh, yes. out by the studio, and I thought there there it is. Well, those They're are the, the promos. Right it's those yeah, two Oh, is people. that right? Yeah. yeah I, I the last time I watched network television was maybe I don't know eight years ago. Um, right. When you but, were on it. Well, no, I didn't even watch ago. when I was on it. I yeah. didn't. I mean, you, you never know, watched I, yourself. No, I don't like watching myself. So you've never seen the show at all, actually, then? 
in person. I saw it for no, I mean, on television. the only show I watched on television was the very first one in 2005. We all met in my dressing room to watch the uh, the playback to the East Coast or to the West Coast, rather. And uh, that was it because I did it. Why do I need to see it? But um, so, wait, Do you feel uncomfortable when you watch yourself? Yeah, I do. What? I do. I'm not going to watch this, for example. <laughs> no, thank God it's a podcast. You just have to listen. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From what you can remember, the biggest misunderstanding on the show. I mean, not like so much a conspiracy, but like someone that you thought that maybe weren't like wasn't a good person, then turn into like a decent human being, like the, your first impressions or what the press well, made I, them of. Yeah, the, the 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 biggest curiosity to me was why they hired the last showrunner. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, not Conrad. That, no, not I love Conrad. I love I think that was the smartest thing they but did. But did he turn into being a decent human being, the other showrunner? I have no idea what his fate. Uh, I, I have not followed his life. <laughs> how about his, how about a celebrity or like a pro dancer, like someone that may come across as this hardcore person other than myself and turn into like <laughs> turn into like, actually, you know what? This is 
BS. This person's amazing. Jerry Springer. I know. Jerry Springer. I, I, know. I loved that Rest guy. I just... When when uh, I was told they were booking Jerry Springer, all I knew was the the throwing TV show, chairs. you know, the people throwing chairs at each other and, you know, all that. And then Jerry, you meet, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then I met him and I uh, how could you not really? He's just su- he was such a mensch. Oh he was such gosh. a sweetheart. Um, I remember remember that we went to you and me and him and Kim went to what was that uh, cross? What was that place in in Burbank uh, up on the hill to have dinner? And he no had idea. A, now I don't remember that. Oh, good. I'm stumping you. But I was drinking. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, it I was castaways. 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 You know, yes. That, yes. Yes. And good we one. were gonna at first we were gonna all meet there, and then Jerry said, "No, no, I'll come in my limo," and he took us all. We all went together. Are you sure I was there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Great. I am actually. Maybe my physical body was there, but not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, what is something lo- something that the fans have no idea about that happened during a live show that no one at home saw? Oh, so okay. many. All right, this is, I'm going to make a mea culpa here. Uh, um, What's up there with you was... and your languages? I know, huh? That was, uh, I think that was uh, Latin. Um, But uh, all right, I'll take another swig for yet another language. Because Simone Biles has just been the, uh, uh, Simone Biles is now the greatest of all time among gymnasts as of this past week. And, uh, And Simone and I were involved in one of the thankfully rare times when I spoke before I thought, right? Wait, rare? She came over, She uh, well, in my estimation, but I'm charitable to myself, given <laughs> how much live television I've done. So Simone and her partner came over and... and, uh, and Sasha, right? Uh, yes, I think so. Sasha, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Bruno was a little harsh. Uh, Len was a little harsh. Carrie-Ann was very complimentary. So in my ear, I've got Ashley in my ear, the producer at the time, who I love. And uh, she said to me, wow, she's not even smiling at Carrie-Ann's compliments. Because she can't hear. Right. So that's in my ear. So instead of saying, Simone, I noticed, uh, Simone, what's your reaction to uh, the judge's comments? Now, Carrie Ann was complimentary and, and the other two less. So instead of saying that, I had that last thought from Ashley in my head. I went, I noticed you didn't smile. Now, who? what woman wants to hear a guy say, hey, sweetheart, smile? <laughs> you wait, know? It's, it's basically saying, wait, are you pregnant? And then you're not pregnant. And the moment it came out of my mouth, I thought, oh, you, wait, you know. What did I'm, she say? She she was brilliant. Her 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 reaction was smiling doesn't win gold medals. That's right, girl. And, oh, my God. And I, I was so properly put in my place. And she had a T-shirt made that said that. And I said, oh, we got to do a picture together. So I stood next to her looking very sheepish while she wore that wonderful shirt. We put that on social media and everything. But that was one time when I wished I had taken a beat translated what I heard in my ear and put it in my own words. But instead I said, Hey, it's smiling. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, come on, honey. Come on. What's the problem? Why are you smiling? <laughs> you know, that's because every woman who's been told to smile by some jackass oh, guy. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't get on. clocked. Yeah, exactly. Or canceled. I guess it or wasn't can- the trend. Canceled. It wasn't the trend then. Speaking of earpieces, how annoying is that? 
Well, I asked, and most of them were very good about keeping anything to a minimum. Like, for example, right. when Nancy Grace had the wardrobe, I hear her, you know, block camera, nipple showing. You know, I'm getting short Wait, declarative phrases. Who uh, whoever was, Joe I don't, Sunker? it's hard for me to know who was in at whatever time. But um, yeah, so because I, I remember when I was filling in on Good Morning America one time, uh, and I had a very chatty producer in the booth, and I was interviewing somebody on live TV. And the, that, 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 and so I actually took it out on live television. I said, would you repeat that answer? Because they're really chatty in there. Oh, that's a good way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, like, I, I can almost see when they're chatty in the host's ears in mm-hmm. general, whether it's Dancing mm-hmm. with Stars or whatever, yeah, because you can glazed. tell they're not, they're yeah. not here. They're not right. listening. They, you check out a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like you, I mean, that must be really difficult. It is. I, yeah, it is. And and I that's why I'm, I, as I say, I'm charitable to myself because in all the years I did the show, I can think of about three or four occasions when I thought, oh, right. shit, why did I say that? Like? The Simone one, Simone Biles one is the is my number one. Yes. Uh, what else? Oh, Whitney. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yes, I remember this yeah, one. Yeah, Whitney. They've made, it made the news. Yeah, that's right. So, and even Sarah Silverman made some sort of comment about it. What the hell, Sarah? Come on. And, I forgot, uh, though. What yeah, was it? so it was like, uh, who, who, was, who, um, uh, who was her she partner? She was dancing with like Milo Frankie, or something, right? Frankie Muniz, oh, Frankie, I think. Frankie. I think. And Frankie said, I lost, uh, I lost control of, or I lost, yeah, I lost control of, of Whitney. Because he, he couldn't keep the steps up. And yeah, I said, I, I said something, well, you're not the first guy to say that. You know, oh, yeah. and she's Mormon and she's Mormon. And, you know, to me, I'm just not the first I'm doing Groucho over here. <laughs> it would have been and, fine to me. But right. Exactly. It's like a location, location, location. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was she offended? Uh, she was. Yeah, I think to some yeah, degree she, sure was, she was. And it got yeah. a gasp in the audience. And I immediately thought, OK, shouldn't have said that. Did you get any hate from people in Utah? I don't know, man. You know, you get you got to let that shit roll off your back. I mean, you're doing a Good live advice. show every week. Come on. You or know, if you, you do a podcast you like know, this, you just got to let it roll off your back. You kind of do. I mean, How? Because I and I almost put this in my in my Instagram message to you because it really pissed me <laughs> off that you were getting some heat for this. It's bad. It's, it's just like fucking get a life. Relax. If you don't like it, don't listen. Don't yes. watch. Move on. Right. You know, but people get their rocks off, you know, typing these incendiary things. Ah, How about show this? You. A yeah. pro dancer came at me. Oh, really? Yeah, well, tough. But like, really, though, like, I just don't think anyone's listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning like the person, the people who are coming at me ex- obviously are assuming, right? Yeah. Assuming yeah. that this is a me bad mouthing the show. Which it isn't. Absolutely not. Right, right. I mean, we... By any, any means. Yeah. I'm not disparaging the show. I have often said that dancing was the the real great gift of my career. I still feel that oh way. Oh, my God. I definitely. I'm yeah. grateful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't bite the hand that, fe- that feeds you, that fed yeah. you, yeah. you know? Are there some people I won't work with again? Absolutely. Absolutely. I but, believe, yeah. Yeah, but is that is that the major takeaway? Not at all. Not even a no. little. Yeah. What was your major takeaway? 
how how wonderful it was. I mean, for for all but the last year or two, um, it really was just you know. I and those parties I threw for you guys mid season. I used to love doing that. Do you remember? And, do you remember uh, that blackout, <laughs> that fainting <laughs> session? Well, I I remember there were <laughs> I remember Conrad <laughs> chewing me out when I could admit Wait, it to tell him. our listeners what these parties are because they well, have no idea. He, here was the thing. And I'll give you the whole history of how the parties came to be. Back when the show was at its zenith, we would do uh of course the two hours on Monday, and then we would do the result show, which usually ran at nine o'clock uh Eastern time. So there was that eight o'clock hour that for a number of years, they would fill with a recap show of the previous night, right? So the way that worked was we sign off the live show Monday. I would run into my dressing room, change into another suit, which looked exactly like the suit I just had. I mean, all I had was (laughs) 28 seasons of dark suits. And that was your choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to wear a rhinestone suit. I tried. No, no, no. Yeah, that's right. And then I'd run back out and whatever audience remained, they would try to keep some of the audience there. And I would just rattle off intros to different clips, right? Which took me a grand total. Yes, exactly right. Took me a grand total of about 10 or 15 minutes. But because of the way my contract was structured, they had to pay me the same rate as if it was a full live hour of television. So how much was that? It was substantial. So. My, being me, I thought that's not right, <laughs> you know, insofar as everybody else is working their ass off. Mm-hmm. So I made it. So I remember talking to Izzy Pick, who was the co-exec at that time. I said, Izzy, I have this idea because I don't I don't I mean, I'll take the money, but I don't feel right keeping all of it. So how about every you know, I'll throw a party midseason for just the staff cast and crew. No plus ones were ever admitted, or if they snuck in, the they, best decision ever. Yeah, um, and so I would always earmark uh, a good chunk of that money towards throwing a party for everybody. That's mid-season. so sweet of you. I mean, that this was the one party we looked forward to. It assuaged my guilt, <laughs> you know. Totally, you're being of service. <laughs> yeah, I'm, be, I'm being of service. But what was great for me is post party, I'd get these great stories of hangovers <laughs> and hookups from all of you guys. <laughs> oh, really? Would you like to name a couple without no, naming names? No, I mean, you know, I I heard from like one uh, one guy at the network that he had uh, managed to hook up with uh, somebody on the staff, and you know, and, and different things like that. You know, it was not, it was not Sex lies and spray tans. Lots of yeah, that happening. Go. Yeah, there you go. But see, I remember you had to throw one of the dancers or troop members inside oh, a car. She was such a sweetheart. And she was just, you know, I think it was like one of the first uh, open bar <laughs> parties she had been to. <laughs> no, she's only, she's like 20 pounds. That's <laughs> Yeah, she was, thank God. Because at one point I just wanted to make sure she got home safe oh and Kim one of our producers uh, got in Kelby. the back seat. Uh, yeah, yes. Then Kim Kim Kilby and I, I picked up this dancer. Literally picked her up and threw her into the back seat, and and just to make sure she got home safe. Yeah. So that's how we do lifts, Tom. You see, deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> that's right. I remember one time I had to miss your midseason party. I was yeah. pissed off because that was like like you said, it was only for cast and crew, and normally for these rap parties, it's 
everyone Everybody. plus 10. People you, you've never seen like before. Like my mother have no and her yeah. Filipina nurses and my people who say they're my aunts and not my aunts, you know, right. and it's yeah. like, yeah. and it's a, it's a whole like photo op and I, never I enjoyed avoid those. those. Never yeah. enjoyed the rap parties. But yeah. Tom one time rented out like STK in yeah. on La Cienega. One time rented out Sunset, like right next to Sunset Tower. I forgot what one that was sunset, called. One Sunset it was called. One, one sunset. sunset. I remember okay. lots of footage from that night let me tell you uh uh in the interest of uh complete candor so there was one party and and this was the one that conrad chewed me out about um that i myself uh <laughs> i i tend not to overindulge too much but i did that night and well if you yeah if you recall one sunset had a staircase getting down oh, to yes, the ballet so and the paparazzi knowing we were having the party was all out there so i went into pure technique mode and i thought all right i gotta there's like tmz and all this and i'll just make sure that i'm you know focused enough and say something glib and oh, silly no. and, and there was some other staff member walking out with me and so uh we get to the staircase and the paparazzi hey, Tom, and the person standing next to me trips and rolls down the stairs a few stairs and all the cameras go to him <gasps> and it ran on tmz if i recall correctly as almost a real life america's funniest video and i don't know who oh that gosh. staff member was but they took the focus off me and i got into my car and i'm not proud to say this and it never happened again Wait, you but drove? I, I drove yeah and i cannot remember which route i took yeah I'm so, so sorry, but this was before Uber, and I also drove yeah, that night on yeah. the other side of Laurel Canyon. Oh, yeah, I Can might have imagine? been on Laurel Canyon. Yeah, uh, sadly, yes, you have, yes. Tom. Be, You've yeah. been on Laurel Canyon. But I, I remember, I remember uh, admitting that to Khan, and he said, oh. "You can never do that again. We'll have a driver for you or whatever, but do not do that." And, and you know, you can't argue with that. It was stupid. Well, the stupid. same Conrad who also told me back in my clubbing days uh, when I was on TMZ every morning, find yeah. the back door, shall we? We should find yeah. the back door. <laughs> yeah. Like he wasn't even yeah. mad that I was going out seven nights a week and getting sloshed. Right. And also this was before Uber. So I was yeah. driving my silver Lexus aye, aye, around. Aye. Yeah. And like, honestly, anyway, I'm happy we're alive. Conrad was playing daddy bear over there, yeah. but. Mind yeah. you, he also got a little. Just kidding. Oh yeah, look, I mean, we but all he did. had a cab. <laughs> yeah, he had. A, he was smart enough to, yeah. you know, make plans ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this is what makes this show so special. Is that not every I think show can actually talk about these types of memories. Like I think there was a point in time where we were all um, really close, and yeah, we were definitely. all grateful for being there. Like yeah. I think it literally what do you think shifted i guess because like well, i do believe the heart of the show maybe now is slowly it's slowly coming back because it obviously has a lot to do with the executives but it also yeah, has a lot yeah. to do with the camaraderie between the cast right. members yeah i i think they've uh you know if if i had gone to the full 30 season so i i i was asked to leave two seasons shy of that <laughs> but i would have i would have left after the 30th anyway Oh, you went uh, Yeah, because that's what I did with videos, too. I went to 25. I wanted to get to a certain uh, landmark season. I had done the show for 15 years. It was coming up to the 25th anniversary. I decided 
that's good. That's a good place to tie a bow on it. And Bob Saget, God bless him, he did a lovely little button with me at the end of that final AFE. So with that same philosophy about dancing, I had a contract taking me to season 30. Got it. And I knew that was when I'd hang it up, regardless of whether the show continued. Mm-hmm. If I had gone to season 30 and Alfonso and Julianne took over season 31, I could not have been happier. And so that's why I'm I'm thrilled that they're doing it now. Do you think it's too late? It's hard. To, again, it goes back. It goes back to my whole uh, talk about the nature of network television. Um, it's not what it used to be. And right. it would be it'd be no fault of theirs if it only lasts another couple of seasons because it's just the nature of network TV. But in right. terms of I think in terms of that family feeling that we had in those early seasons, I think they've gotten that back as much as they can. Yeah. With Derek as as the judge there mm-hmm. in Len's place and with Julianne and, and Alfonso mm-hmm. uh hosting. I think I think it's as close as it could be to what it was when I was there with Aaron and Brooke and everybody. Totally. And yeah. do you think that in a way when you do that, like when there is like, look, we change, nothing stays the same in general, exactly. right? Like yeah. everything evolves. Yeah. But do you think that at some point that it could actually hurt? Like, do you, we, did we lose? Cause like at the end of the day, our, our demo wasn't necessarily the 18 to 49. Like it's <laughs> not older. at all. Yeah. I was older. Yeah. It's more my and, age. <laughs> so, and you know, at the, also, so what I'm trying to say is that there's a sense for people who are, I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying like, I have it too. Like we like to see familiar things. Like I don't like to see the cast of friends with three different friends. Yeah. 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 Well, but some of that is, um, you can only be a virgin once. No, I'm yeah, a virgin yeah. again. I have okay, a well, I'm just saying that's for another for show. Like you will be a I'm science experiment. Again. <laughs> but I think I think that after a number of years, um, they were bringing in different, you know, different people uh, who had a dance background. Some of the initial people were leaving. Like, uh, well, you know, just as oh, you as mean new, like contestants? No, no, dancers, different pros oh, coming in oh, and, from from. So you think you can dance? Yeah, yeah, and and they're great and everything, but it it was yeah. sort of changing the feel yes. of of the show. Authentic um, ballroom. You know, uh, you know the jokes I could make with you. Um, <laughs> I couldn't. Make Can't make with Whitney, people. for example. Yeah, exactly, a good example, right? Yeah, and probably shouldn't have. But uh, there right. you go. Uh, right. But then, but I posted a video <laughs> when I was getting all the shit for that comment. I posted a video from rehearsal where where Whitney jumps on my back, and um, and it's just you know, and it was funny and all this stuff. Wait, that same show. No, not that same show, oh. but in response to all the heat I was right. getting, I had this really funny video of her jumping on my back during That's rehearsal. Funny. And my caption was, see, even I lose control of Whitney. <laughs> see, she loves yeah. to straddle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Save yeah. a horse, ride Bergeron. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, something about dancers. The only time, because you asked very early on if Lois was my wife, Lois was uncomfortable with me being around all you scantily clad, gorgeous Don't women. Don't put me in that group. Well, you, you're a gorgeous woman. I wasn't scantily. Scantily. You, oh, you were scandally, oh, like but not... Scantily? Yeah, and also scantily. To look that up. But the only time Lois ever got really uh, perturbed <laughs> was when Kirstie Alley locked lips with me the day after I Wait, won an Emmy. what? 
Rest in peace. So many people yeah, have yes. passed away. I know. I know. That's what. That's how time works. <laughs> I know. We ain't yeah. guaranteed forever. Right. So I won the Emmy on a Sunday night, right? And so that Monday is is uh, Dancing with the Stars premiere yes. for the season. And Kirsty's dancing. And uh, with Max, I think. And, yes. <laughs> uh, and so they get judged and they're about to go to the skybox and Kirsty grabs me and locks lips with me. Um, and I posted a screenshot of that uh, on, <laughs> on Instagram recently or, or, or what's the other one threads I mean, that is new. Um, so, and, and it got a lot of press and all this stuff. And, and it was Lois, Lois was in the audience in that row that I would sometimes go to I with know. the writer it's like and the all dark that. corners. I love those yeah, corners. Where I would just you know, sort of go yes. during the commercials sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, and she didn't say a word until two days later, she's sitting up in bed reading and she says, um, so, uh, what did you think about that kiss from Kirstie Alley? And my response, while honest, I don't think was the response she was looking for. I said, that was great television. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was there tongue involved? No, no, there was no tongue. I think, you know, I had Max on a few uh, episodes ago and yeah. he talked a lot about Kirstie Alley and um, we I did rapid fire with him and boy was he sweating um, but he That's basically funny. said that Kirstie Alley would like be like oh you're so flirty because like I my question to him and now to you is who yeah. falls in love first the celebrity or the pro dancer um I would imagine it's more often than not the celebrity mm -hmm. uh, because well, because you guys are doing stuff you've done for years since you were kids in a lot of places. You know, you've yeah. you've danced professionally, been to Blackpool and all that stuff. You dry humped professionally. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so it wasn't, you know, I think you guys felt like glorified nursemaids a lot of times <laughs> because, you know, you're dealing with people who can't get out of their own way. Literally. Yeah. So Caretakers. I think, but for them, Suddenly in the company of this uh, fine Spray specimen tanned. of humanity, you know, uh, who's, you know, grinding up against you or whatever, always has their hands on you to show you the moves and the steps. I think that probably triggered more celebrity to dancer to, to pro crushes than the other way around. Right. Yeah. So did you have a crush on Ashley Del Grosso when you danced? Do you see how that could happen? Like I after love quick stepping? Ashley. I, I love I, Ashley. No, I, I just felt bad for Ashley because she had Why? spent four weeks trying to move Master P Wait, around the on. ballroom. That took you four weeks? No, Matt, she danced with Master P oh. for four weeks. And then how long and did it take you to do quick step? We, I think we rehearsed for two, and th two like or three two weeks whenever I could. Oh. Two or three weeks. Yeah. Oh, it was really good, Tom. We need it to was, like show a clip of this. You know, here's the thing. It Let's cut was, to clips. Just kidding. We don't yeah, know right. that. Go to advanced. the videotape. Yeah. The the dance was, and this is why I felt bad because Ashley went from the frying pan into the fire. She had master fee, and then she has to deal with me. Okay, wait. And explain to our listeners what this is that we're talking about. I did. Uh, I wasn't happy with uh, how I was hosting the show in season one. There was a writer on this staff who who was a good buddy of mine. And he wrote some funny stuff, but it's a live show. Why would you have pre-written jokes? You don't know what's happening on a live show. So why have a joke already written days earlier? Right. Uh, and it just didn't feel organic to me. So I remember going to Izzy and Khan and, and saying, look, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of back away from all this pre-written stuff. And, uh, 
and just trust my instincts. You know, they got me this far. It wasn't Dave Boone, was it? Yeah, it was Dave. Yeah. But okay. who's, who's a very good writer and, yeah. you know, and understood my perspective. Right. I mean, he understood. He never, I, I at least uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I don't think he uh, took any umbrage with it. No. He, he knew how I like to work because we'd worked together on Hollywood Squares years earlier. Um, so in any case, they gave me the rope. They gave me the rope to just kind of respond in real time to to what I was experiencing and all of that. Course. But I thought what would aid in my quest to host it better would be to experience exactly what the celebrities experience. Right. It, you know, because I could intellectually understand what that felt like, but I couldn't feel it in every fiber of my being. So I decided to pick. So they, I said, I'd like to do a dance on a result show. They said, okay, what do you want to do? So I want to do a quick step. And the reason I wanted to do a quick step is I thought it would give me comedic outs, you know, Uh, it was an homage to, I mean, there's some real Dick Van Dyke in that dance. There's some Mm -hmm. Stan Laurel in that dance. And I remember Ashley saying to me during our first rehearsal, why did you pick it? Quick step is like one of the hardest ballroom dances to do. And I said, I didn't know that. Lots (laughs) of steps, Tom, lots of steps. steps, And they're quick and quick. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I, I thought it would give me the best opportunity to both do the dance, but also have fun with the dance. And she was great. And my favorite critique was Lens after we did it. And and Izzy gave me the out to pre-tape it. And I said, no. I said, that, that kind of undercuts the whole reason I'm doing this. Right, right. Um, yeah. Why would you I gotta pre-tape do, it? I got to do it live. So I do the dance and I come over for a sort of perfunctory critique. And Len had the best line. He said, you know, Tom, I think that was better suited for America's Funniest Videos. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, okay. So what was one thing that you learned and that you could take away from learning this, this whole dance versus what was one thing that you had PTSD about? <laughs> well, I I was a nervous wreck uh, leading up to it. Yeah, oh, I, I really I, I really was. And I you've seen me on live TV. I don't get nervous. No. It's like I have bedroom slippers on. Did you? Did they make you a tail suit and everything? Yeah, I did the whole. I, I forget what costume so I was wore wearing. Like but a it three, was, you had a fitting. Yeah, I did the whole nine yards, and yeah. Uh, but what was funny was I would always, stu- you know, in the midst of being nervous and everything, I still wanted to make Ashley laugh, right? Right. So I would always start by doing something different at the beginning to see if I could. And I think at the very beginning of the live show, because the dress rehearsal had gone great. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Bad rehearsal, good show, good rehearsal, Correct. bad show. Yep. So I, I did something like I touched her nose with my nose or something. And it made her laugh, but it also made the singer because we were dancing for oh. the first time. It also made the singer laugh. So she missed the first few words of come on, get happy. And I was waiting for the vocal and all this is happening within milliseconds, but it seems like time slows down. And nobody knows but you guys. Right. So my first step was a lockstep. And wow, I'm impressed. So was I that I did it just by rote when I saw it played back because I did watch that one back. I actually did the lockstep without the vocal and we continued on with the dance. And then the singer went, oh, my God, I got to sing. But I made her wow. laugh and she she forgot we were on live That's for a amazing. second. 
So then you obviously did this and then you had a newfound respect for every single person. Except you had more than three days to rehearse it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, I I did. I mean, I didn't have I didn't because I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep up the same schedule as as you guys did, because it wasn't all I was doing at the time. Does Samantha Harris also do this? Yeah, well, that was funny. After I did, I think she felt like, well, I want to do a dance too. Of course. And so she did a jive. And you know how. I remember that. Yeah, she did a few weeks later. But, and she, I have a daughter named Samantha. So I would often say, hey, Sam. And she never liked that. She doesn't like to be called Sam. (laughs) So I'd have to watch myself. But, you know, Samantha (laughs) was um, sort of an energetic. Yes, highly very much. caffeinated person. Yes, uh, and her jive—it was the only jive I saw in 28 seasons that I thought needed to slow down. <laughs> oh my god! Have yeah. you ever seen her the opposite though? Because you know, like I always wonder no. when people are like behind closed doors when they're that yeah high energy. No, no, no. I've, huh. She was always, uh, you know, just ready to um, go and and full of energy. Yeah, yeah. Kiss, Mary, kill. Samantha Harris, Brooke Burke, Aaron Andrews. Well, I would kill none of them. Oh, come on. I, no, I'm sorry. I would kill. This do I game, have to? Well, yes. look, I'm, I'm, all it's right. It's just a uh, friendly game. So kiss, marry, kill. All Correct. Right. Uh, oh. Because we got about nine more of those. So okay. you're going to have oh, to really? choose. All right. It's just uh, all friendly. All right. I'm sorry, Samantha. Kill you. Uh, <laughs> kiss, Brooke, and marry Aaron. Kiss, marry, kill. Tyra Banks, Alfonso Ribeiro, Julian Huff. Um, well, the kill is obvious. obvious. Uh, (laughs) I would only just a cheek kiss to Alfonso and I'd happily marry Julianne. (laughs) Kiss, marry, kill. Carrie Ann, Derek, Bruno. Uh, again, uh, oh, I can't kill any of them. Um, You're going to have to. All right, Bruno. I'm sorry, Bruno. Bye, Bruno. Uh, And a cheek kiss for Derek and marry Carrie Ann. Oh, cute. Kiss, marry, kill. Kim Hershevik, Sharna Burgess, Peter Murgatroyd. Schmerkowski. Oh, okay. Uh, run the names again. So it's Peta, Kimmy, Sharna, Peta. Oh, I can't. I well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> not kill any of them. No. Uh, 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 I really? Yes, really. Uh, it's quick, quick sticks. I, I can't. It's hard. Just uh, kill them. Kill them all. I'll, I'll marry Sharna. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll kiss Peta. Okay. Bye, and, Kimmy. See you so, later. You know what? She's got enough. She's got enough money now that as I was approaching right? her to kill, she'd get on her private jet, go to their private island, and say "f you, Tom," or like her, <laughs> yeah, or pony, or horse, or whatever yeah, you want to say. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bye, bye, Kimmy. Kiss, Mary, kill. Conrad Green, Rob Wade, Izzy Pick. Uh, can I kill more than one person? Sure. <laughs> So, so what is it again? So it's kiss, Mary kill. Conrad, Rob, Wade, Izzy, yeah. pick. Kiss, well, obviously, Mary, kill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Izzy. I'll give yeah. Conrad the cheek kiss, and and Mills is a dead guy. <laughs> Wade or Mills? Oh, was it Mills or Wade? Oh, Wade. Wade. Okay, okay. So many anyway, Robs. kiss, Mary, kill. Sean Spicer, Tom Delay, Tucker Carlson. That's a three kill. <laughs> That's a three kill right there. I'd take my, that's a, there's no kissing. There's no marrying in that group. Oh my God. You're funny. Yeah. Your face right now. 
Oh my God. <laughs> this were fun to write. Let me tell you. Oh. And by the way, let me, we're not let, done. Hold, oh, oh, we're not done. Well, I, I want to just, uh, uh, because you mentioned him, the Spicer. Um, we're not, we're not there yet. This ain't the end. This is the first episode out of two oh, episodes. That's right. Okay. All right. Cause I have, we got to get back to that. Kiss, Mary, kill Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, Rashad Jennings. Um, uh, I love Jerry. I love Jerry, so I'd have to marry Jerry. Uh, I'll I'll kiss Emmett and uh, and and I, I like I really like kill Rashad him. too, but you know I I'd I'd make it a painless death. Kiss, Mary, kill Drew Lachey, Lance Bass, Joey Fatone. Uh oh, God, all three are great. Um, kill them all. Drew, no, I don't want to kill them all. I, okay. I don't want to marry him. Oh, you love either. Drew, though. You love Drew. I love Drew. I love Drew. Uh, my, well, my favorite ad libs of Drew when uh, when <laughs> Samantha was out on the world's shortest maternity leave. Um, <laughs> Wait, how short is short? It was like two weeks. It was like two weeks. Uh, I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> well, I think it was partly because you can see how much fun Drew and I were having. I mean... But, but I remember he threw back to she me from smart. backstage by saying, okay, back to you, Father Time. Oh. And I thought, oh, my God, I love that. I love it when people take shots at me. So um, I just thought that was hilarious. You guys really did pass that chemistry yeah. test. Yeah. No, I, I'm very, very fond of, of Drew. And so so I guess. Okay, in that wait, scenario, we're moving on. Kiss, Mary kill. Last one. Maxim Shmurkovsky, Val Shmurkovsky, Gleb Shimjenko. Well, uh, I wouldn't kill any of them, uh, though Gleb's probably if I have to. I'll, uh, and uh, and I'll give uh, I'll give a kiss to Val and I'll marry Max to make his Aww. life a living hell. Right. For all those he deserves grabs. it. Yeah. Okay, Annette, this is the last game of part one before we get to the juicy shit, which okay. is happening in episode two. Conspiracy theory or real talk? You have to choose one. OK conspiracy theory or real talk yeah meaning like it was is this whatever i'm gonna say a conspiracy this, theory or is it real like, we're playing jeopardy now or something no uh, it's right. not Cons that hard dancing with theory. the stars is it rigged in my experience and again to the extent that i had uh awareness of it no so real it's reality I look, I'm sure there were or it's a conspiracy theory. I, I, I'm sure there were saying, hey, we should move this this couple up to dance here because they rate better in the in the minute ratings. To minute ratings. So I'm sure there's there's that element. But so but wait, you're the, talking about the order of couples, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, so th to that extent, I'm sure the producers would understandably conspire to keep the viewers hooked. So um, who dances at first, like whoever's first, middle or last? Is that how it is? It brings in the highest ratings, you think? Well, it you know, it would vary from season to season, I would guess. But they could tell they have minute by minute ratings. So they knew which one of you guys were making the ratings pop and which one of you guys uh, <laughs> gave America a chance to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. It changed every season, though, I'm assuming. Yeah, it did. Of course it did. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars is not actually live. Conspiracy theory or real talk? Well, to the East Coast, it was live with like a five second delay. Um, and to the West Coast, it was on a three-hour delay. And I, to that point, though, I would talk to the producers sometimes because we. I'm going to compliment the whole team here. We did that show so well. Listen in, that, guys. Listen in. That it didn't look live because it, it was like there were no 
problems. There were no it mishaps. It looked like or, with the injuries, like when Christian well, broke his arm. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But a lot of that happened no, you're right. like in rehearsal and you'd see a package that, uh, you know. But the actual show itself, I would say, look, can I be in the balcony and you can watch the crew changing sets? Yeah. So they know this is a live show because the crew was amazing. Spectacular. I mean, look, that was the dance show within the dance show. Who was and, the, who was directing then? Um, I think good. Alex, right? I think Alex. Yeah, I think Alex. Yeah, no, these people yeah. don't get enough credit. I mean, they no. they literally make the show. Yeah, and that was the understanding of the work level that you all went through while I would breeze in and host, you know, one or two days a week was and get part paid of the, the most out of everybody. It was part of the reason I threw those mid-season parties. You should have thrown two now that I know. <laughs> two a season, two a week. Yeah. That, um, now I'm at the stage in life where, you know, doing a podcast twice a week is too much. And, you know, that's, that's why, because I was able to, I was able and, to bank it. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is scripted. Conspiracy theory or real talk? Uh, well, see, I don't know how much you guys in the <laughs> no, but look, I, my hate, part, I love you. My I'm part, besting your balls. I'm just kidding. no, but my part wasn't scripted. So to to answer my area, it wasn't. But Wait, I no, you have to talk for the talk on behalf of the show. When well, but you I there. don't. But I, I know there were times when segment producers, when you guys were rehearsing, would try to move you in a certain direction. Like, right? Is that fair? I mean, yes, uh, you know, yes. No, you know, I, say, I am. But you can talk to me like I'm a say, dummy. Say this instead of that, or do you know do this, or yeah. we're going to heighten if it looks Slam like there's that any door kind one of more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I know yeah. there was some of that, but okay. Uh, so the packages every, you're talking, yeah, about. the packages. But you know, from my perspective, it was no. it was live and and completely in the moment. DWTS curse. Do you know what that is? Um, but, but no, I don't. So the curse is when, like, you know, when we started having bachelor or bachelorette people come on and then they would just yeah. randomly break up with their <laughs> fiance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. a conspiracy theory or real? Oh, I think it was real. I think there's a thing called showmances, right? <laughs> and a showmance, for those who don't know the term, is a romance that lasts as long as the show does, but then not a day longer. Correct. Yeah, and most of, of the time, other than the Hershevics and maybe a couple others, yeah, it doesn't last longer Not, than the show. Exactly. Kelly Monaco's wardrobe malfunction was planned so she could win the mirror ball. No. Conspiracy theory conspiracy. or real? That's You've made enough money to never work again, Tom. Conspiracy theory or that's, real? That's real. <laughs> Marie Osmond fainting. We know you, that's real. You got to remember, though, I was hosting two network shows simultaneously for a decade and a half. God damn it. How does that happen, right? So I would have to be a fool not to be at a point in my life where I, I don't well, have I to mean, work. Well, I mean, money is easily spent. Yes, but not by a New Englander. Not by True. a... True. <laughs> yeah, it's that Yankee mentality. True. The packages are scripted. We already kind of Oh, can I just tell you a quick story about yes. the whole money thing? So yeah. <laughs> as you know, I drove for a time a Volkswagen Beetle, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I can't left, believe it. Actually, I, I, I love. I have my eyes. here at the house in New Hampshire. I have a 1978 Beetle convertible that I absolutely love. But I had a more modern version in California. So I left a production meeting. I'm at a traffic stop on Fairfax. I have the top down. This young guy pulls up next to me, recognizes me. He goes, "Hey, you Tom Bergeron?" I went, "Yeah, yeah." He goes, "Oh man, I I I love AFE. I watch every week." Blah blah blah. And then he stops. And he looks at the car and he goes. Really? 
<laughs> I mean, that's what all of us were saying whenever yeah. we pulled up into yeah. CBS. Yeah, I know. I know you and your Tesla and me and my Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, my God. I love it. No, it wasn't my Tesla. It was my Lexus at first. Oh, at that point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think um, my first ride in a Tesla was uh, from you. I think we had had lunch at the Grove. My testy Tesla. Yeah, we, yeah. This is when I was sober. Okay. Derek Huff being the golden child. Um, conspiracy theory or real? I th I look, I deservedly so. If if he was a golden child, he earned it. I mean, he's he's a, just an amazing talent. Judges watch dress rehearsal. Conspiracy theory or real? They did. They did watch the dress rehearsal. The protester that came onto the ballroom floor after Ryan Lochte and Cheryl danced during the premiere was scripted. No, it was not scripted, and I could never compliment Security Dave more. Absolutely. He had that protester sucking floor faster than I knew what was happening. Were you nervous that, they were gonna, that he had a gun? No. no. I didn't know he had a gun, but I knew... Yeah, I don't think I, he did. Here's the thing. I know how I am when I lose my temper, which doesn't happen often because the both of us meditate. Um, yes, we do. But when I lose it, it, it would have been ugly. Have I ever seen you lose it? Yeah. No, I, I, I remember one time a buddy of mine convinced me to box a few rounds with him. And I, you know, I didn't want to do it, but all right, fine. So we went to the YMCA. This is years ago when I was single. And I didn't want to punch him. I just, you know, I was just sort of blocking his punches. And at one point he connected. And I went nuts. And by the time I was done, he was bleeding. His nose was bleeding, everything. I just went into, I, I like I hulked out or something. You like you know? blacked out. Yeah, I just, I got so fucking furious. And that, had I known what was going on before Security Dave did what he did so masterfully, I would have probably taken the guy out myself. I would have loved, that would have been ratings gold. One <laughs> yeah. more one more before we um, end this part. Okay, fair enough. Cheryl never won again or will never be a judge because she is opinionated and a troublemaker. Conspiracy theory or real? Well, I think some idiots on the show feel that way about oh, you. Same um, um, But I, I, I think, uh, so yeah, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think you've been judged too harshly by certain parties. By the judges. And, uh, and by some of the, the people on the yeah. production. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think, unfortunately, yeah. that's real. Oh, we're going to end on that happy note. Oh, okay, on that happy note. Okay, thank you guys. Make sure to follow us on at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on Instagram. And there's another part, the good part, the there's real reason more? why Thomas Bergeron is here today. Stay tuned. Until next time. Oh, my God. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.